camp is great. It's good to be back down here for a couple more days again. Um, if you want to open your Bibles up, we'll turn to uh, Mark and chapter 10 just to get started. Now, my only stipulation on time tonight was that I have to give a short talk. When you ask a pastor how long a talk should be, it's a little bit of a variable, so we'll see how we go. It's all right, I'm not going to go on too long, it's okay. Mark chapter 10, just a few scriptures here just to set the scene. I want to start reading here in verse 13. Uh, And they brought young children to him, that's Jesus, that he should touch them, and his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms, and he put his hands upon them, and he blessed them. And just to, I guess, tie into this, we'll go over to Matthew in chapter 18 now. Matthew 18, and we'll start reading in verse 1. Uh, At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called uh, a little child unto him, and he set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, except you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore... Uh, shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of God. And whosoever shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. And so I really just want to talk about um, being as little children tonight. Um, Certainly I've got two children of my own and most of you here have either got kids or had kids or you will eventually one day. Um, And there's a lot to be learned when you become a parent. Um, there's one thing is I'm a little bit dark on my parents and all those older than me is they don't give you the handbook to how to look after kids. They don't tell you that it's going to be tiring and it's going to be exhausting and it's going to be expensive and it's going to be all these sorts of things. So I'm a little bit, we'll take that up with my parents later on maybe and my, my wife's parents as well, but children can be a joy most of the time they are. and it's, it's a wonderful thing that we have, but when they're growing up and they're, I've got one that's three and one that's almost seven, You can learn a lot from them, how they approach the world, how they approach life, how they approach you. Sometimes you wish they would learn a little bit more of you and, you know, do what you ask them to do. But just in this example of what Jesus is talking about in terms of the attitude of the kingdom of God and how it should be approached, it's just a wonderful thing that we can really look at children and see how they carry themselves and how they think about things and you can have a little bit of fun with your kids at times and sort of spin all kinds of stories because they generally just believe them. They'll go along with them. And not that you want to lead them astray or anything like that, but you think as a little child, that's how we should be in our walk in the Lord, that we just trust and believe in everything that God's telling us. I've just got a few things here, I guess, talking about the character of a child, well, things that I've experienced anyway with my two lads. They believe that anything is possible. You know, they, they will happily believe that they can go climb up a massive hill. There's no obstacles in the mind. There's no thought of, I'm going to get tired. There's no thought of danger. There's none of that that comes into their mind. 
So they just believe that anything is possible. They can do whatever they like. There's kind of no shame in what they do. They'll just go ahead and do it. They don't, you know, when we become adults, we start to get a little bit more, you know, sensitive and sensible, and you know, which most of us anyway. And we try and behave ourselves and worry about what people think about us and, and stuff like that. But kids, they'll just go and do it. And it's fine. They don't have a care or, or a concern in that way. Kids are relentless, which is, as a parent, it's a nightmare. But as an attribute to when we're approaching God, it's fantastic. You think about my youngest one, Job. He loves ice cream. And we were down to Normanville the other day, and someone had ice cream, didn't they, around us? So that was it. <laughs> For the next, whatever it was, hour and a half, he wanted ice cream. And eventually his grandmother relented and bought him one, as grandparents often do. But they're just relentless. And you think about our walk in the Lord, approaching God. And scriptures talk about asking, keep on asking, don't they? And it's almost like not only asking, but it's believing. And we are just relentless towards the Lord. And we have this great expectation of what God is going to do for us. Job thought he was going to get the ice cream. He wanted the ice cream. He was relentless about the ice cream. And sure enough, he got an ice cream. It was, it was really quite simple. Kids can be honest and brutally honest at times as well. You don't want to hear it. It's kind of like a comparison. Oh, what did he look like? Oh, he was kind of like dad. He was bald. You know, it's, it's not the sort of, well, for me, that's me. That's not the sort of thing you really want to hear from your kid. It's like it's that honesty. But in our walk in the Lord, that honesty is a really good attribute to have, that we are honest with ourselves, that we're honest with those round about us because we just want the truth to be there. Everything needs to be equal. When you've got kids, you know, you're dishing out how much fruit they should have. They have to have the same amount of slices of pear or whatever it might be, and they all have to be the same size. And there's no age difference. There's no whatever. Everything has to be equal. And praise the Lord... We can think about that when we're asking of God, that God is going to give us all liberally. You know, we can't sort of expect, oh, this person's going to get far more than this other person over here. God is just blesses us with absolute abundance. And we can hold on to these because we know that they're promises that we read about. Kids follow the example that's shown to them, whether it's good or bad. Hopefully in the Lord it's good. Hopefully as an example of parents that we're being that good example. But we think about it spiritually as well, where we follow the example of those that have gone before us. The people, the men and women of faith that we read about in here, but also the examples round about us within the church, within the fellowship. And we can follow that example and really grow and learn. We can bring that upon ourselves and go, well, hallelujah, maybe I need to do that because I can see that's really beneficial for my walk in the Lord. And it's a wonderful thing. I've got a couple of stories here about my boys as well, so I'm just trying to find one that's maybe, a, maybe appropriate here. They're excited. When kids want something, it's like it's a bull at a gate. And particularly with, I mean, it's probably with all kids, but nothing is done slowly. That's what I've noticed in my house. Everything is done at a rush. 
If you have to go from there to there, it's not just done in a casual pace. It's done sprinting, right? And it's, it's, they're excited about it, changing their clothes. You know, they've got to get in and out of their top and done. They've got to get it done quickly. And so I think as our walk in the Lord as well, we can be excited about the things of God, can't we? We can go and just really enjoy the wonderful blessings that we've been given. But my, my younger son, Job, I've got... It's amazing how kids, as much as they come from the, the, the same genes and all that sort of stuff, they can be completely different. I've got two boys and you think, okay, maybe the first one was going to be our, you know, slightly more hard-working one <laughs> that you have to deal with, but I don't think that's going to be the case with Job. We've got an introvert and we've got an extrovert. We've got, they're both loud, so maybe that's the same there. But Job certainly loves watching TV. We don't have the TV up all the time. It's just we, otherwise it's a nightmare. But Job was telling my wife one day, she's like, I'm feeling a bit watchy. It's like, what's, Andrew's, what's watchy? It's like, it means that you feel like watching a movie. My body is telling me I'm thirsty for a movie, so I'm watchy, okay? <laughs> I kind of, you understand, don't you? In their simplicity and the way that they kind of communicate and explain it. And maybe that goes to show that even in our walk in the Lord, we don't have to know everything, do we? We don't have to know the correct terminology. We just know how to know how to communicate what we're feeling about the Lord to those round about us. And you know, we heard even some of those testimonies tonight of people taking a number of years before they actually responded. But there was no doubt about what that testimony was that was being portrayed. There was no doubt about that the Word of God was there and there was something different about what was going on. I've got one here I do want to read out, if I can find it. You get on a roll, you start talking about your kids, and then it's uh, all this sort of stuff. Talking about equality, my eldest son likes to stamp his authority over his younger brother. And Andrea heard them playing out in the backyard, and uh, Job was calling out to Leo, was yelling to him and saying, you know, come here or whatever it was. And Leo replied in a very calm way and just said, when you call me outside in the backyard, you don't call me Leo, you say my highness, okay? <laughs> okay, so try that. Say, excuse me, my highness. Um, please don't take that as a reflection of who we are as parents either. I guess the wonderful thing is you look at your kids and... Um, we're so blessed to have like a place like this at camp and you see them grow up in the Lord and those sorts of things. But you just look at and marvel at how much they just, as kids they get along, but also how much they learn. You know, even in the meetings here, I mean, Leo's been trying to speak to his friends at school about God and about what to do. I think he's more Bible bashing them at the moment because they don't really want to play with him. But he has that just growing up in the things of of the Lord and hearing the talks and those sort of things, he's writing down all the things that he wants to tell his friends at school about baptism, about the Holy Spirit, about speaking in tongues, about spiritual gifts. And it's not like we've necessarily sat him down and gone, well, this is everything. That's just the example that is seen. And so for us, in our walk in the Lord as, as children, I guess, we have this great example, not only of Jesus Christ, and of men of women of faith and these incredible stories that we've seen, but also our brothers and sisters round about us, 
and we should be excited and we should be rejoicing. And that simple faith that we really rely upon to make it into the kingdom of God, that we shouldn't complicate things as adults tend to do very, very easily. And that also, as Jesus Christ has talked about here and in a number of places, that we don't lift ourselves up. That as a child, we remain just in that simple space of quietly doing, well, sometimes quietly, but humbly doing what we're doing. And that attitude of willing to serve. And kids love being involved, don't they? They just love helping out. Sometimes you don't want them helping out. It's just going to take 20 times longer than what you could do it by yourself. But they just want to be there. They just want to be involved and be a part of it. And you have to think maybe as God, as our Father, he loves it when we are doing the same, when we just simply want to be involved. God knows that he could create a whole new universe in in the click of the fingers. But we want to be involved. And it's like, oh, great, here's Peter again. He thinks he knows how to do something, but I'll try and work with him, you know. And he does. And how many kids does he have around the world, you know? And the spirit filled and looking to him, but he loves it. He rejoices that we want to be involved with him. Let's go to First John. Epistle, First John. Is it right throughout First John? Actually, it talks. It brings up this little children, so you just get this sense of, uh, I guess, a fatherly sort of figure speaking to the church, speaking to a group of people, and he's kind of just reminding them about this attribute of being a little child, you know, of of really just approaching it in a simple way. And I just want to cherry pick a few of them here, just the start of it, so that we can just remind ourselves about being a child in Christ we focus on some of these things and it helps us in our walk in the Lord. So 1 John in chapter 2, we just read here in verse 18, and just says, Little children, it is the last time. And as you've heard, the Antichrist shall come. Even now there shall be many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. And how true is that today? In this day and age that we live in, that we know it's the last time. Um, verse 28, the same chapter, chapter 2. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. Um, and even to carry on into chapter 3 and verse 1 there, behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the children of God. Therefore the world knoweth us, knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons or children of God, and, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And so that's our wonderful hope. That's our wonderful calling as, as we move towards uh, waiting on the day that Jesus Christ returns. Let's just go to verse 18 now of chapter 3 again. My little children... Let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. These simple things that we've been reminded of here that as little children we work towards. Um, chapter 4 and verse 4, 
You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Isn't that what you want to hear about or feel as a child? You want to know that mum and dad are taking care of absolutely everything. You don't have to worry about it. And it's the same for us in our walk in the Lord that we don't have to have that fear. We don't have to have that worry. We don't have to have that anxiety that we can just put our trust in God because he's overcome and taken care of everything. All right, let's just look to finish up here. Um, let's go to 1 Corinthians in chapter 9. Just the scripture in Proverbs that says, um, I'll read it out because I don't want to get it wrong. It's about being an example and following a good example as well. It's Proverbs 22 verse 6 I'm just going to read. It says, train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old, he will not depart from it. And I think it's all, uh, obviously that's the hope that we have as parents when we're teaching our children and bringing up in the things of the Lord. Uh, that they will follow those things um, and not have to worry about anything else. But I think also for ourselves, that when we're, uh, when we're walking our walk in the Lord, that we should make sure we're training ourselves at the same time as well. And so feeding into um, 1 Corinthians in chapter 9, just verse 24, just to finish up here. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that you may obtain, and every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate, In all things, now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. Uh, But I keep my body, I keep under my body, and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. And so just thinking about there, that we're training up ourselves, that we're keeping our walk on the straight and narrow, that we're following the word of God that we have here. And at times, I guess as a child, we're going guns blazing. Aren't we? We, we, we're going as fast as we can. And then at the end of the day, we're going to be at a crash and have a fantastic sleep and rest in God because we know that he's caring for us. So praise the Lord. Let's be as little children and, uh, and always look to the Lord. All people said, amen. Amen.